Hello, and welcome to the Tea with Tresetta podcast. I invite you to join me each week where I'll share the training, encouragement, and answers you need to be successful in your purpose, as well as interview some awesome women of faith walking fully in their God-given purpose through entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business coach and founder of Sister Spotters. I believe you can be wildly successful without competing or compromising your beliefs. Let's dive in. Hey, 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 Kingdom Purpose Pursuers. This is your host, Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business coach, motivational speaker, and founder of Sister Spotters Entrepreneurship Support Network for Women of Faith. My goal with Tea with Tresetta is to share training, encouragement, and the answers you need to be successful in purpose. In this week's episode, I had an amazing conversation with Sunday Gardner, the online travel boss. Sunday specializes in business coaching and training for future and existing travel entrepreneurs. And she and her team are dedicated to eliminating the complexity and confusion of launching and growing your travel business, developing repeatable systems and processes for consistently attracting and converting strangers to paying clients. We chatted about rest, fear, having a success mindset, and so much more good stuff. I can't wait for you to listen in. But before we dive in, I want to share with you a free challenge that I'm hosting starting August 18th called the 5-Day Business Plan Challenge. So over the course of the five days, I'll walk you through the process of finally writing your business plan so you can give your purpose the best chance for success. If you've been in business for over a year and never got around to writing your business plan, you're struggling to attract paying clients to your business or are ready to launch your business, but get overwhelmed trying to decide where to get started, then this challenge is for you. So in just five days, you will walk away with a clear blueprint to start and grow a profitable business using the five P's of a solid business plan. Writing your business plan doesn't have to be a scary and intimidating process. Actually, it's quite fun and exciting once you get started. Plus, you won't be alone in the process. You'll have myself and many other challenge participants on the journey with you. So if you're up for the challenge, head on over to TrosettaAlexander.com forward slash BP challenge to get all the details and sign up. Now, let's get started with today's conversation with Sunday Gardner. And then let me pull this up because I'm going to have to cut this. All right, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Tea with Tresetta. I'm your host, Tresetta Alexander, faith-based business coach and motivational speaker. And today I am sitting down with Sunday Gardner, who is the online travel boss. And she specializes in business coaching and training for future and existing travel entrepreneurs. I know I got the opportunity to spend about seven months with Sunday in a program called Platform by Dr. Tracy Timberlake. And I can tell you, Sunday is an 
amazing <laughs> woman and she is great at what she does. Welcome to Tea with Trisada Sunday. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, it's a, I'm glad to get an opportunity for us to chat again and see one another um, in person. <laughs> it's always great to, <laughs> to be <laughs> to see each other in person too. All right. Well, I want to get started with just a few rapid fire questions to help our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Plus, it'll help us get warmed up. Are Perfect. you ready? I'm ready. All right. So first of all, where did you grow up? I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. And where do you live now? I live in Frisco, Texas, which is north of Dallas, Fort Worth area. So if you're familiar with Dallas, it's north of that. Yes, I have. I am originally from, I was born in Houston. So majority of my family is still in Texas. In fact, they are in, the majority of them are in the Dallas, Fort Worth area. So I'm going to have to come. So welcome. We're Texans. I mean, I'm not, I'm not originally from Texas, but that's, you know, where I grew up and that's where, what I claim now. So <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So um, what? Um, what's your, you know, this is the Tea with Trisetta podcast. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'd love to know, what's your favorite drink? My favorite drink. Um, so I have a couple of favorite drinks. Um, my favorite drink right now is water. <laughs> and my bones are needing lots of liquidation. So I drink a lot of water. But then besides water, then my favorite drink is an Arnold Palmer. And it's always hard for me to say that. But uh, tea and lemonade together. Yes, I like. Now, see, I like. Do you like more lemonade than tea, or you like an even balance, or you like more? Tea? I like an even balance. So I don't use sweet tea. Which I, when people ask me, like, do you want sweet tea? I'm like, well, no. If this lemonade's sweet, I don't need that much sugar. I'm not a diabetic. I don't want to be a diabetic. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I like an even balance. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what is your favorite pastime? Um, Netflix. I am a movie uh, movie person, so when I'm not working and I just want to like completely check out mentally, two things I do: either watch a movie or I play this new game called Team Tunes or whatever. Um, so <laughs> this phone game is one pastime, and uh, movies. I love movies of all genres, like documentaries, uh, dramas. Westerns, romantic comedies, it doesn't matter. I love movies. Okay, so the obvious follow-up would then be, what your what's your favorite movie? Do you have one? You know, since I like all genre, I have to give you five. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, like, I, this is like my favorite thing. So my favorite sort of suspenseful movie is the movie Seven. Oh, um, yeah. Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, that, because I didn't expect the ending, it was just great. It kept me engaged from the beginning to the end. Didn't expect it. Favorite old movie is Gone with the Wind. Love, oh, yeah. love, love, love that movie. I know pretty much every word of that movie. And <laughs> I just love Gone with the Wind. And I just, that's like my favorite movie of all time. Um, and then like romantic comedy when Harry met Susie, I just, I love Meg, Meg Ryan and uh, Billy Crystal together. That was great. I mean, those are like the top three. I, I'm sure I could come up with more, but those right now are my top three. I said five, but three are like, that's what is coming to my mind right now. Yes. Um, that's that coffee shop scene with Meg Ryan. Yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> 
nothing ever of it. I mean, and then, you know, I mean, like, I just, you know, I'm thinking because I really like Brown Sugar because it was sort of like the black version of <laughs> what Harry met Sally. Um, I just, I love movies. So, yeah, that coffee scene is the classic. It's the classic. I love it. And last one, what book has had the greatest impact on your life? Key Person of Influence um, by Daniel Priestley. Um, so that book uh, was recommended by Dr. TT um, before our platform session the year before. And I read that in August of 2016 uh, or 17. I can't remember. I read that book and it changed my entire perspective on my business. Um, I came back rebranded, repurposed, and my 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 whole goal in my business is to establish the five P's that he talks about, which are. Um, do, do we have time for me to tell you what they no, are? Really go quick. Ahead. So um, the five P's. What he talks about is that um, for you to be a key person of influence, you need to have the five P's, which is you need to have a profile, an online profile. Immediately when I was on this cruise, I looked up my name and my name showed up nowhere. <laughs> like I just oh, no. I was nowhere. So you gotta I mean, be Googleable. It was not. I was not Googleable. That's right. I was not Googleable. No, nope, nothing came up. I think some old stuff because I used to own a salon. So like an old, you could still book me for a salon. I was like, oh no, we gotta close that down. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, having a profile. Um, your products, so the product offerings that you have, um, making sure that that's really key or it's sound and that there is what he calls an ecosystem of products that you offer um, that uh, have that meet people at multiple areas of where they are. Um, the other one, and I don't know that I'm doing these in order, uh, but then you also need to have a pitch. So when people ask you who you are and what you stand for, what you do, you need to be able to succinctly say that and it needs yes. to be engaging. Um, and then that partnerships is uh, one of the fourth ones, um, which is, you know, making sure that you have strategic partnerships and that you are, you know, creating partnerships that are win-win for both you and the person that you're partnering with. Right. And I always forget number five, um, but it'll come to me when we're talking, um, but it's profile products, partnership uh, products. And what is the fifth one? It'll come to me. I, I always forget the fifth one, but it'll come to me. So when I uh, read this book, I realized that I had two of the five. Done. like you know where I felt comfortable with mm -hmm. so from that point forward I've been working on um the uh oh pro uh published public that's the one that I don't have publications like you need to be published um so you need to be published and in the written form so when I read that book I was like oh my god I want to be a key person of influence and I only have two of these things and mm -hmm. they're not even really so my entire focus in my business and personal has been um, getting the five P's down. I love it. I'm going to have to go, um, go ahead and purchase that book. I literally this morning finished the book that I was reading. I was reading Choose by Ryan Levesque. I'm not sure if that's uh -huh. the actual way you pronounce his name, but it's about how, you ch how to choose your market. It, he goes through a very specific process to make sure that you um, choose a profitable market for your business. And so, mm -hmm. so I just finished that. 
So I'm yep. looking for my next read because I didn't have one lined up. I didn't realize I was that close to being done. Uh, yep. so I will hop on Amazon and order that today. Yeah, a person of influence changed, just changed my whole, I, I think it wasn't that it changed it. It just sort of created this big connection for everything that I had learned up to that point. Mm -hmm. And everything that I've learned from that point relates back to those five keys in my business um, and positioning me such that I am the key person um, in my business, key person of influence in my business yeah. and in my industry. So um, powerful, just way, it spoke to me and I think it was that timing that I needed to and she actually recommended it. And I, excuse me, bought it right before I went on the cruise and it happened that I ended up reading the whole thing on the cruise and like, I came back with copious notes and I, I mean, yeah. like, oh my God, what are, you were supposed to rest for your, I was like, I did, I got like, I got recharged and it, it did change my life. It changed my whole perspective. Look, you just said something that is so crucial. Um, a lot of times we don't realize the power of rest when we're in business, you know, when you're operating as an entrepreneur, and even in, you know, if you are an uh, entrepreneur, you're a career minded um, entrepreneur, you find answers to problems, get creative ideas, um, and just innovation takes place in rest. When you're not thinking about work, that is yep. when all the yummy goodness comes to you. That's right. It does. So it you does. did exactly, you know, that you did exactly the right thing in that time. It's like you were open because you were in a place of rest. You were open to receive. That's right. That's right. I was. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, for years I would, I have a problem. I would go to sleep and your mind works on it when you're asleep. I remember when I was, um, uh, back in my corporate days and I was uh, a business analyst and I was doing some uh, queries with, you know, the databases or whatever. And I couldn't figure out how to do this one thing and I would go to sleep on it and I'd wake up with the answer mm -hmm. every single time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that, um, I, uh, one of the things that I think we don't really realize is that we are often working to rest instead of resting to work. That's right. And, you know, like you know, you might not, you might think, oh, well, Trosetta, that's the same thing. Well, no, it's not. Oh, it's not. You know, <laughs> a lot of times it's like, we're like, like work, I got to work, 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 work on that hamster wheel. And it's like, I got to run faster, work harder so that I can actually take some time off to rest when really you should be, um, prioritizing taking time to rest so that you can be more efficient and more effective in right. your work, right? We've got this whole grind hustle mentality. And as um, kingdom minded Christian entrepreneurs, we ought to be operating in grace, in his grace and in his rest, as opposed to in that hustle, in that grind, where we're doing it in our own strength. So I, I agree. That's absolutely true. And that's a perfect segue into who you are and what you do, because you help crazy entrepreneurs like myself 
and other people um, to get away. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are in your business and how you help people? All right. So thank you for that segue. I um, help women who are passionate about travel launch successful travel business, not only launch, but also operate successful travel businesses. And for the purpose of them pursuing whatever it is that they want to do, most of us become entrepreneurs because we want freedom of time. We want freedom of money, financial freedom. And so you have to be successful in order to achieve those things, get that freedom of time and get that freedom of financial um, freedom, freedoms, you know, plural. Um, So I help people do that. And I do that through training and coaching. So I um, take that passion and I allow you to turn that into a thriving travel business. Um, And that's what I do. So I I love what I do. I love helping the people that I get to help um, take their love and monetize it. So, you know, you already shared a little bit of your journey, but um, I want to know what did you have to overcome to actually launch out into your purpose to start your business? Because, you know, I know being in business that it's never a smooth transition from where you are to actually doing the thing that you feel called to do. So what, what kind of things that you have to overcome in order to launch out in your purpose? I had to overcome a lot of mind, uh, mental, <laughs> I don't want to yes. say mental issues, but that's what they were. Mindset. Uh, they were mind blocks, you know, I think is the formal word for them. Um, you know, the, the ladies in my head that were telling me that I can't or shouldn't, or why would I want to venture out into this um, area? Um, my husband, you know, who was like, why would you do this? You know, you are already um, successful in your corporate job. You make great money. There's no reason for you to do this. Why are you doing this? Um, so I had to overcome that. The mental um, fears that I had about uh, my ability to do this because I had never done it before. Although I had did it in my corporate world, it wasn't the same as um, in the capacity that I do it now. And one of the things that I remember for years, I said, um, I always toyed with the idea of being an entrepreneur, but for many years I said, I have no idea how to get clients. Like I can't go out there and just like, you know, wing it. Like, you know, I've always been really good in sales, um, you know, working in retail. And I said, no, but I can't like do it. Um, and not have a, you know, a fallback or a cushion, right? I can't have it with somebody not paying me a salary. I can't do that. So there was a lot of mental things I had to overcome. We grew up super poor, both my husband and I. So the idea of not being able to keep the lights on, feed my children was something that always hovered, excuse me, over my head. And I was just fearful that I couldn't make it happen. And so that mental, that, that, that fear kept me in in action. It kept me stagnant. It kept me not moving towards anything. But once I got over that fear and I jumped into being a coach, then the second thing was clarity. I was super unclear about my niche. I knew that I wanted to teach. I knew that I wanted to focus on marketing for small businesses, um, but what area I wanted to do that in was unclear to me. 
And I erroneously thought that, you know, I would come out here on the internet streets and I'd be a millionaire, you know, in six months, like I would build it, they would come. And I knew because marketing is my background. I totally knew better, but I had drunk the Kool-Aid of all the, you know, it's funny, my mom, when I was younger, um, not much younger, but younger, you know, infomercials on late night television, I would tell my mom, I can't watch them because I would buy whatever they were selling. Like if it made sense to me, I'd buy it, right? So (laughs) I felt victim of that. Um, I think victim is the right word of all the information online and the, the ads and the things is all you need to get is this one bit of information. So I always thought I was just missing that one little piece to be able to crack the egg. And really what it was is I was missing clarity. I was unclear about how I wanted to show up. Um, I was afraid to show up. Um, and uh, so it took me about three years to figure it out, <laughs> to figure out, you know, what space I wanted to teach in um, and how I wanted to show up. And and um, I think those are the most important is like, yeah, how I wanted to give service and how I was going to show up because I had all these hangups about the fact that I needed to be, you know, done up. I had to come a certain way. You know, I felt that because of my corporate background that I needed to show up in the same way that I, I did in my corporate job. And I didn't want to do that. Like I knew that I didn't want to do that um, because I was tired of that. I was tired of having to show up as the unauthentic Sunday, I wanted to show up the way I am and who I am and the way I am. And I didn't want to have to change and think about it before I came online or, you know, I just wanted to be Sunday and I didn't really know what being Sunday was. So I needed that clarity on myself. I needed the clarity on my service niche um, and all of that. So that's what took, that was probably the, the biggest things that I had to overcome and continue to overcome. Yeah, you know, it's a it want it's a continual process, and mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's really important for us uh, in the online entrepreneurial space to relate to others who are interested in jumping into entrepreneurship that it is a process. You very rarely get it right from <laughs> the beginning. I know. No. Am now three. Yeah, I'm now three years. You know, coming up. You know, coming into three years, and I'm just now really getting. You know, like getting yeah. to a place where I'm settled. In yes. Who I am and who I serve. Yep. It, it is a it is a process, and a lot of times people don't want to do the front end work, right? Or they, or they want it to be perfect. And look, I am, you know, I'm a process, a system and organized person, you know, so I do like things to be done a certain way. I do too. <laughs> and you can't, you will never do it if you wait for it to be perfect. You find, figure it out along the way. You figure yeah. it out along the journey and you can't be afraid to, um, I hate to use the word fail because I believe that there's really no failure in life. It is 
you have an opportunity to learn from every experience. Yeah. Life is an, a, the master experiment. And so if you approach it from that perspective, everything you do, you try it a certain way. You're like, okay, well that didn't work. So what do I learn? What did I learn from this? Yeah. How do I do, you know, now how do I come back and do it better the next time? Or how do I get shift things so that I can get the results that I really want? And, um, and so I, I love that you brought that out, you know, it from your journey. And a lot of it has to do with overcoming fear and operating in faith. And so how, how does your faith play a role in your business? I think um, it, it plays a huge role in my business. I think for me, I, I knew I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that God meant for me to do some form of this because it has been on my heart for too many years. Right. And even though I couldn't articulate it 10 years ago that it was God who said, this is what you were meant to do. Um, I knew it because once I, once I realized and was quiet enough to say, okay, really, what is this really like, you can't like give this to me and not like, allow me to do it right so what does this mean and what does it look like and I was really um I was I was so scared and and I will tell you that that fear of being able you know so you know Maslow's hierarchy right those necessities Mm -hmm. you know I've been fighting for most of my life to just ensure that we are at the necessities right that those those don't get sacrificed and so I was I was operating from that and I was never believing that God had a plan that stop worrying about that. Like, so I always had to feel like I needed to worry about that. So when I let that go, I knew that God said to me that you were meant to teach because it's been on my heart since I was a child. And now that I think about it, teaching, but I rejected it because I was like, teachers don't make any money. Like they don't make any money. I'm not going to be a teacher. What? <laughs> God, you don't mean, I know you don't mean in the elementary system. Like, you know, right. I know that's not- <laughs> Right. Oh, I'm so with you. Um, so I I rejected it in college. I rejected it then, um, but it's always still been on my heart. Always, always still been on my heart. So even in corporate, I still had some sort of teaching realm, um, training realm in my um, business. Um, and then when it came strong in 2016, I was I took my first online class, and I was like, "This is it! Like I can do this! Like I know <laughs> what you, you want me to do." And I was still a little—I'm very hard-headed. I'm not even a little hard-headed. I'm very hard-headed. I don't listen. I don't quiet myself. I don't. Um, so I, I think those are certainly areas of improvement for me. But my faith—I knew that I knew that this was the plan. Like I knew it. So. You said you're not afraid. You don't really like the word failure, but I went through a lot of failure. Like I went through a lot of failure and a lot of, but I did take the approach that there's no giving up because this yeah. is what I am meant to do. And this is what he has asked me to do. And I'm going to do it. So I may not be listening all of the time correctly, but I'm always going back to the well. And, you know, when those failures happen, I'm like, okay, God, what am I, what do I need to do differently? What am I not listening to you about? Um, what, what is the path, but it's never, the path has never faltered. It's never been something like you're supposed to be a doctor. Like it's never been that like, it's, you know, this is the path. Um, because even in those times that I've, I've considered and, and I don't, and like you, I don't think it's like failure, but it certainly didn't turn out the way that I had planned and orchestrated. Right. 
Um, and there was a lesson in every single one of those down places. Um, but every time that there's been a situation where I'm like, maybe I'm not listening right. Maybe this is not it. God will place someone in my ear that says how much I've helped them. Wow. I mean, and I'm telling you, it is every single time to set up. Yes. Every time that I'm like, no, I, no, I'm done. Like, you know, this is, this is some BS. I'm, I'm over it. I'm good. I hear you. Maybe I didn't hear you right. But he's like, no, yeah, no, you're right. if someone will get in my inbox. Someone will send me an email. Someone will tell me, you know, you really have helped me realize what it is that I wanted to do or, you know, this, whatever. And that's powerful to me because that's really what, and every place I've ever been, I like the service part of what I do. I like helping people get to whatever that goal is that they're achieving. So to be able to hear them tell me that I'm actually helping is the, is the fuel that I need to continue. Yes. So, Yes. I love it. You know, um, I want to just kind of tap into a couple things that you said. One, um, you know, I, I have had many of those experiences as well, where I've, you know, done something, you know, I felt I got a directive from the Lord and went and did the thing that I believe he spoke to me to do. And I had an image because he told me to do it. I had an image in my head of how it was going to go. I'm like, because, okay, God told me to do this. So it's going to be, you know, like this. Mm -hmm. And then I do it and I'm like, what? That's not, that's not what the image was. <laughs> um, and so then I start questioning and thinking, oh, I miss God. Maybe I, you know, I, I didn't hear correctly, you know, like you kind of had some of those same doubts. But one of the things that I have really recently, literally recently, the last couple of months come to realize is that when we get those directives from the Lord, our success is in the obedience and doing the thing he told us to do. It is, and what we're doing is we're focusing on the outcome, thinking that we're not successful because it doesn't look how we thought it was going to look. But if we did what we, what we were directed to do by him, it was successful. Yeah. Obedience is the success, not the outcome. Not the outcome. And, um, and so I, I love that you brought that out. And I too, you know, right when I'm in, kind of in my lowest spaces, those lowest mental spaces where I'm like, oh, what I'm doing is not working. And, you know, feeling like I want watch to. more movies if I stop doing what I'm doing. Like I, <laughs> I could go watch some more movies. Like or eat more, whatever, you know. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, God will send that one. You know, mm -hmm. I literally last weekend was, I was last week I was in Orlando um, for work and I had to, um, for, we were doing a training and I had to present at this training, but my mom, uh, you know, I grew up in Orlando, my mom and my brother and um, his family are there. And so I was spending time with my mom and she wanted to, she needed to go return this dress to Nordstrom's Rack. And so we're in there just kind of roaming around and all of a sudden I see this young lady who attended the conference that I put on the very first conference that I put on in, for my business that I've, you know, for those who have been following me for a while, they've heard this testimony of how it was like major, like a very expensive, you know, 
misstep, okay? And a very expensive lesson uh, because I planned for 100 and I ended up with more speakers than I had uh, attendees. But it was so good. I mean, like the, the actual conference itself was so, so good. And um, she was one of the people who attended and I hadn't, you know, this was a year and a half ago when I did the event and I hadn't seen her and I hadn't really communicated with her since maybe like a couple months after the conference. Hadn't even, you know, I don't want to say I forgot about her, but you know, kind of just yeah, she was out of sight, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And when I saw her, I knew immediately it was her and we started talking and she started sharing with me all that has happened in her life since the conference and how it really, she really took it to heart and it impacted her. And I was just like, God, you're so sweet. You are so good because I was in a space where I was thinking about pulling back from some of the things that I was doing in my business. Um, and it was like, oh, I'm just too distracted. I'm too split in too many ways. And you yeah. know, and it just gave that testimony that she shared with me, gave me the fire to yeah. go all in. That's right. Like do all the things that, you know, like really, I was like, okay, you know what? Just do all the things. Do all the things. That's do, right. That's right. And, um, and so that's the space where I am now. And so, um, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent. But, but it's, it's an important, I mean, I, under, I totally understand what you yes. said that, um, that hearing that, because you're, you're, in, you're in the business of service as well, right? Servicing right. others. And, um, you know, I don't know if, if this is the human, the very human side of us, but the thing is, is I don't want to be doing this and I'm not a benefit right. or value right. to the people that I'm trying to service, right? So, and we don't get to hear that. And, and I don't know if this is an ego thing or what. But I do need to hear that I am helping. I need to hear right. that, feel that, smell it, and touch it. So when I'm at my, God sends somebody to remind me that I am, a, that I am a, not that I'm a value, but I'm adding value to someone right. and that's super important to my right. vision and to what it is that I'm doing. I, I feel okay that things don't move at the pace that I envision them as long as I continue to add value when I'm helping. That's people. great. Yes, I love that you don't mind it not moving at the pace that you desire as long as you know that you're being of service to others, that you're impacting others' lives. And really, you know, when you're in a service-based industry, especially as Christians, we want, you know, we want to be of value. We want to help people. Mm -hmm. and if what we're doing isn't helpful, you know, my, I have a professor who used to say all the time and I didn't understand it at first, but he used to say, help isn't help unless it's helpful. <laughs> I love it. It's true. But right? that's so true. Like help is not helpful unless it's helpful. That's totally true. I totally right. right. You know, so it's like a lot of times, you know, cause in, you know, even in our, like, our, especially in our familial relationships, a lot of times, we want to do something to help someone and it's actually just getting in the way. Yeah. Cause like think about like, you know, as a mom being, you know, you're in the kitchen trying to cook and you've got a little one underfoot who's wanting to help you. And they're really just kind of in the way and making it more <laughs> difficult for you. Um, so it's not really help. 
And it's like, oh my gosh, how mind blowing. And so yeah. I want to make sure that whatever and whatever I do, and I'm sure any entrepreneur has the same kind of heart and same kind of passion is that I want to know that what I'm doing is actually helpful. So for those of you who are listening to this and have had anyone in your life who has had any type of impact on your life, tell them. Tell them. That's you know, right. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be, any, you know, you don't have to go all out, but, you know, send them a DM, send them a text message and just say, you know what? Thank you for X, Y, Z. That's right. That, and, know, it, and, and that will go a long way in helping those who show up for others to continue to show up. To continue. That's very powerful, Tristana, because that's so true. Because you never know what space they're in. I mean, you may think in your mind, yeah. oh, they're wildly successful because I see them all the time. But, you yeah. know, we are all human. And exactly. we all have voices in our head that tell us that sometimes it's not worth it. You know, yeah. the sacrifices that you're making, the time that you're investing, particularly when you're new in entrepreneurship, um, you know, the money is not there. So oftentimes we're working two jobs um, yeah. to be able to fulfill our passion for showing up. Um, but we continue to, start to, to serve and to show up. And so to hear that, sometimes it's all we need. Like that's yeah. all that we need. I don't need more money. I don't need, I, don't <laughs> I just need to hear that what I'm doing is making a difference. Exactly. I love it. I love it. That's so good. Um, what advice? do you have for other women who want to start a business? You know, um, I, I think of that. I actually have a, a, a speak, another engagement this afternoon and it's the same thing I have to answer. And so I was thinking about that earlier and um, there's a couple of things that I certainly want to give as advice. And the first one is um, you haven't done it because of something internally that has prevented you from doing it. Right. Mm, There's a reason that you haven't stepped out into entrepreneurship, and it is usually around some fear, lack of information, money, or whatever, but that's usually still wrapped around some sort of mindset block. And I am no mindset coach by no stretch of the imagination, but I will tell you the most, the number one tip is understand what getting the right, right mindset is for success. Without yes. that, it doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how many people are in your corner. If your brain is not telling you that you can do it and you're not seeing the possibility that you can do it, you won't do it. Right. Period. Right. End of story. So the, the beauty of it is that we get to control that. We get to control yes. our mind and our thoughts. And if you don't know how to do that, which none of us know know how to do that out the gate like that's not because we're not taught that like that's not something that's taught in education our family doesn't teach it you know we're taught to be safe and to mm -hmm. to go the path that we know and oftentimes when you jump into entrepreneurship it's a path you've never taken before you don't know you know nothing about and even in your faith you still need to do mindset work you yes. still need to reprogram your brain um and this you know it's so funny because i i talked to my husband and he's highly 
you know, he comes from a Seventh-day Adventist background, so he's, like, very religious and non-practicing religious, which I, that's a whole other story, but he <laughs> is very, he's like, no, you can't control your mind. God tells you exactly what, I'm like, no, you absolutely can control your mind with your thoughts, um, and so that, that knowledge, and that to me is, you know, anything I say after that is not as important as being able to control your thoughts, control yeah. your act, control how you think of yourself and what you can do. Because if you can change that um, and change your mental script, you can change anything in your life. And I am witness to that. Too many stories in my personal life, professional life, you know, entrepreneur life to to see that come through fruition. So, you know, I'm not even going to bore you with the other items because if you change your mindset, like you can everything else follows. Yeah, like everything else. That's it. That's it. So. Um, some of the things that I, I I have done, so I will just give you some tips around that, which is okay. I uh, was recommended to listen to um, Earl Nightingale, uh, The Secret. And um, someone challenged me to listen to that for 30 days. And it's a 30-minute clip from a guy from the 1950s. Now, you wouldn't think a guy from the 1950s would have anything to say to us 20, you know, almost 2020 people. And when I listened to his, listen to that audio um, and he's got a real powerful voice so it's really you know if you're into audio types of things and you and your listeners are because they listen to your podcast um, Earl Nightingale's The Secret was the most powerful audio that I could have ever listened to because it was really about the fact that you even in your faith can can determine your success based on changing how you think of your success and and what you can do. So I think that God gives you the 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 idea but it is up to you to create the will to make it happen. I totally agree with you. Mindset, you know, I just recently um had a situation like a day where I did not show up as my best self. Mm-hmm. I, I allowed situations that happened to take me out of my natural character. And I yeah. realized at the end of the day, you only were allow, allowed to go into that space because you haven't been doing the work. That's right. I had gotten away from my regular mindset practice and so I had to then make the shift. I was like, okay, you got to get back vigilant so that you don't allow things to move you, right? So when you fortify your mind, when you fortify your mind, then you're not, then you're better able to withstand when right. opposition comes against you. And yeah. so because opposition yeah, will come. That, uh, uh, there's no question about that. Like, like I don't like, cause I think people, when people tell me that they're scared, they're like, you know, I'm afraid to fail. Failure will happen. You're going to fail. You yes. are not going to get it right. The, yes. Maybe the 15th time. And most people who are wildly successful in whatever it is that they've done fail many, 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 many times. Yes. So get comfortable with the fact that it's not going to happen the way that you want to. So that shouldn't be your fear. The fear is, is that you've got the stamina to stand up again after the hundredth failure and show up with a great heart and a great spirit. Like that's what I ask for every day is God, give me the energy to show up in the same capacity I did yesterday, even though nobody was on my live, right? You know, that's the kind of stuff that I exactly. Ask for. 
is the strength to continue to show up consistently. And so you're right. It doesn't matter. Um, Opposition is going to be there. Doubts yeah. are going to be there. People are going to, you know, in, in, and even in not ambitiousness and just in their ignorance or their lack of, you know, control of their mind will try and insert their opinions and thoughts and on you as to what they think to be the right way. And if you can, if you can, and I like that word fortitude, if you can build the mental fortitude to withstand that, it becomes harder for them to influence you, for you to shift. And it's funny. Um, I just told my mom yesterday that my timeline now doesn't have anything that's contrary to, to bringing that positive spirit in my life. Right. I don't have any more riffraff, no more, none, none of that. Like I don't even allow that to be my space anymore. Right. Even in joke or whatever. So yes. I look at my timeline and it just brings me joy. Like I, somebody's either making me laugh, somebody's motivating me or, you know, it's all aligned to where I am. And that required changes. And in, in, exactly. And in, in even my relationships with other people who I, interact with and how I allow them to be in my space mentally and physically. And so all that one thing created this sort of monumental shift in my life and my interactions and in my relationships. I love it. Wow. Oh, Sunday. This has been so, so good. I know. um, I know that those who will listen to this are going to be hugely impacted by our conversation today. In fact, um, I would love for you all to um, give us, you know, give us some feedback. First, um, tell people how they can connect with you. And then I'd love for you all to, you know, DM us, um, drop us a, a comment, let us know whether you know what you took away from today's episode because this has just been so amazing Sunday tell them how they can connect with you there's a couple of ways that well there's many ways because as Daniel Priestley says my profile needs to be accessible I'm googleable so <laughs> I am on uh, Facebook uh and that I believe is Sunday Gardner Instagram is Sunday Gardner everything is Sunday Gardner so if you just google Sunday Gardner you'll find me on Facebook the most important place if you want to, if you are interested in starting a travel business, um, and I'm not talking like, you know, just become a travel agent, but genuinely start a travel business where you establish a great foundation. Um, there's two things I want to offer. One is that I've got a free guide that, that you can download at bit.ly um, bit.ly forward slash travel biz guide. Um, and that is a guide, five steps on how to um, launch a successful travel business. And then we also have a Facebook group called Travel Agents Education and Coaching. The great thing is the way to get to it is if you just uh, type in how to start a travel agency in Facebook, that group will show up right there. Um, so come inside of that group um, and we've got all sorts of great things, tips and recommendations, advice, training that go on weekly to help um, the new and existing entrepreneur with the success of their business. So I look forward to hearing, you can also DM me on Facebook, like Facebook said, I, I mean, I'm on Instagram, but I'm going to tell you Facebook's my boo. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm in Sunday's um, travel group and she drops some serious knowledge in there. Look, free, like for free. Yeah, like, ser <laughs> like serious knowledge she drops in there. So if that is your jam, hop in uh, Sunday's group. I will have links to all of her profiles and her website and everything as well as the free guide she offered in this show notes. So you can go um, to the Tea with Tresetta um, podcast on Anchor FM to get access to those. And for those of you who maybe are, you know, you don't want to take the time to go there. You want to go directly there. Let me just tell you, Sunday is spelled with an E instead of an A. So it's S -E -E -Y, S -U -N -D -E -Y. Sunday Gardner. Sunday, man, this has been awesome. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And uh, I wish you all the best. I know that this will not be the last time that we um, collaborate together. Awesome. It was great uh, meeting with you and talking to your community. And I look forward to doing it again. All right. Have a great one. All right.